Hi, welcome to Reasoned, the podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Meditz. I have spent over 20 years leading people in the technology and business process outsourcing industries. During that time, I have led teams worldwide in a cross-section of functions. I've been responsible for operations, customer service, localization, leadership development, social media, and a host of other areas. So, why do I share that with you? I know that I am a reliable and trustworthy people leader, and that the tips that I'm going to provide you today work across all different kinds of functions. Today, I want to share key conversations that you should have with your employees and conversations that you should have with your leader. First, let's start with the conversations that you should have with your employees. The one-on-ones that I have followed have a relatively simple format. The four sections are, how are you? What's going on and what do you need help with? Feedback arrangements and ideation or prioritization. While we may not hit all four every week, and yeah, you should be meeting with your employees at least once a week, be sure to hit these topics regularly. First, how are you? Honestly, I ask this question all the time. Arguably, daily is not overkill. Here's the key. I really mean it. Do not ask this question for the sake of asking it. In fact, skip it altogether if you don't have the time to commit to really understanding what might be bubbling up from the depths below. So what does it look like to express interest? You ask follow-up questions. You discuss topics that aren't work-related. And you make the connection if there might be a correlation between what's happening outside of work and what's happening inside of work. Altogether, you just need to show genuine interest. Employees are essential in getting high-quality work accomplished. They are worth the time to understand at a more profound level than the work itself. What's going on and what do you need help with? Give your employee the ability to lead the conversation first, even if you have necessary items to cover. This means that you might have to book the right amount of time for your one-on-ones instead of a standard set time for each employee. I know that that might sound counterintuitive, but when you don't lead the conversation, it lets you see what your employee deems important. That's going to give you two pieces of critical information. Feedback on how you may have communicated prioritization and or their ability to pick up on the rhythms of the business. When you have an employee that's leading the conversation with all the right things, it might be time to lean into that career discussion a whole lot sooner. But we'll get to that. Moreover, Knowing when to step aside and how to delegate are parts of being a really good leader. When the employee has an opportunity to express how they need help, you can then mirror their needs accordingly. And it gives you great feedback on how ready they are for more complex delegated work. 
I highly recommend checking in throughout the week to see if they need assistance or even just an ear to bounce something off of. Often, employees won't ask for the time themselves. You'll need to make yourself available. Feedback agreements. Giving feedback in an ongoing basis is crucial for your employees to grow and to reach their goals. It's vital for you as their manager to share with them areas you would like to see them focus on. But it is also very important to discuss how feedback should be communicated. I've had some employees who do better with real-time feedback. As an example, as soon as a meeting wraps up, we huddle together and share observations. And other employees who prefer to reflect on the work or the event after having time to process. Once you have an agreement on how that feedback will be shared, be sure to set reminders for yourself because sticking to the feedback schedule is just as critical as the feedback that you give. It is still perfectly fine to summarize feedback that you may have gathered over the past month, as an example, or to tackle any reoccurring issues or bigger mistakes that they might be making. But from there, creating a feedback plan to help them improve and really see the issue is paramount for their success. Also note, it's a great time to track and give positive feedback too. Ideation or prioritization. Spending some time discussing the future is tremendously beneficial for your employees and for you as their leader. Speculating on the future or spending time whiteboarding new ideas or maybe even strategizing around goal changes will give the employee room to move through the change process and will provide you with a glimpse into how they may perceive a situation or what skills you may be able to leverage in the coming months. It is important to commit to these exercises and to be transparent and open. You may find that some employees need to spend a great deal of time in this area to become more comfortable with the change that is afoot or with learning how you prioritize work. When you are open about the realities of work, you are able to establish reprioritization habits and they become more comfortable for the employee, especially if they have context on how it will affect them and whether they need to reorganize their schedule, responsibilities, or priorities. This is also a great time to ideate about future career goals. Spending time discussing what work they find interesting, what they may find less interesting, maybe even boring, and what they want to do in the future will provide you with the ability to give feedback on gaps, select future work assignments for them, and be on the lookout for future mentorship opportunities. Now, that's a pretty simple framework to implement, albeit a bit daunting. If you've not done something like this before, just start with, how are you? And work your way from there. Now, let's spend a little bit of time with what questions or conversations you should be having with your manager. And yes, you can use any of these topics, even if you're not a people leader. Talk about what you enjoy doing and what you find boring. Oftentimes, employees focus just on what they do well in order to paint a picture of good performance. 
the things you talk about with your manager and the excitement that you show around those items will guide them toward your future assignments. That doesn't mean that you can't talk about good work on a dull project, but you should talk about why that project was so dull right alongside the great work that you're doing. Share your ideas on simplification, automation, or process improvement. Speak about future work, the things you'd like to do, or share your thoughts on how to improve how work gets done. This might mean you land yourself a project doing just that. Or your leader may identify an opportunity for you to contribute to a sizable enterprise-level system integration, given your desired interest to improve the processes. Be sure to share your goals and your gaps. We often focus on goals alone and leave it to the manager to bring up areas of improvement. Employees that have the self-awareness in order to see their shortcomings are the employees that get the attention needed to turn the corner on those identified gaps. And when you have fewer gaps, your goals are easier to reach. They're also easier if your boss knows and understands what you're trying to achieve. They might know of some opportunities that you're blind to. Discuss all of your barriers, whether that's a relationship with another department or with another employee or failure on the progress and the work itself. It's important to discuss what blockers exist and if there are any red flags. This will provide your manager the opportunity to weigh in, provide some feedback, give you some guidance, or maybe even raise some of those flags on your behalf. Trust me, talking about barriers might be scary, but this is a win-win both for your work and your relationship with your leader. Share your career ambitions. Many times employees wait for the manager to bring up the career discussion. But when the employee opens that door, it invites a productive and future-focused conversation that you're able to build off of all of your previous conversations. When you are open and sincere with your leader, they generally will have your best intention at heart and know how to guide you into the right spaces. So, in conclusion, whether you are a people leader or an employee, maybe even both, find the time to have the discussion. And don't shy away from the hard topics. Vulnerability is key. Thank you for listening. I am Sabrina Meditz, and this has been Reasoned, the podcast. <laughs>